Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hi, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full episodes are released every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit, which is audio taken from one of the live videos on my social channels. This one is from the Instagram lives that I do every Friday with ex-GB athlete, fellow coach, and my friend, Joe Wilkinson. To follow us both on Instagram, just search for Running with Jake and Running Joe 10K. Let's get into it. I'm on it today. I'm really on it. I'm having a good end to the week. Uh, I think treadmill running is a great subject. I'm a big fan. I think there's definitely, definitely a place for it. So we're going to take people through eight benefits, I think, because there is a place for it. I think we did. We have come up with some really good benefits of treadmill running, and there's a lot to be said about it. And I am going to kick off, as I said, this time of year, a couple of things. It's a bit dark. If you're not fortunate enough, like myself, to get out during the day, then you've got to go in the dark. It can also be a bit icy. It can be wet. It can be unpleasant. And so actually... There's a real safety element to it, I think. You know, you don't have to push yourself to go outside if the conditions are not right for it. Actually, go and do it on the treadmill. You know, if it's dark, if you haven't got somewhere safe to run, do it on the treadmill. It's so much better. And I I have done treadmill running at times in my life, Jake. I know you're surprised to hear that. But I, particularly when I was pregnant, actually, I ran a lot on the treadmill for that very reason that I didn't feel safe when pregnant running outside in the dark so actually switched all of my training onto the treadmill and and like I say felt much safer and it worked really well and it's the same when you know it's icy it's you don't want to be outside so despite what you may think about my views on treadmill running (laughs) I have done it and I think it's worth doing so safety that's my number one tip Yeah, and, and, and I think on that as well, you, you're dead right. Sometimes it's the difference between people doing it or not doing it in terms of yeah. the run. And actually, if it's dark and we live in a little village here, really quiet, quite sleepy, not that much streetlights, if somebody's running on their own and feeling unsafe and they've got the option to run on a treadmill and it's that or nothing, choose the treadmill. So yeah, safety, I think, is a big one. So number two, I think treadmills are really good for pacing work. Now, pacing is not always so easy for, for runners. And yes, there's a slight difference between treadmills and running outside, which we'll no doubt cover in this video. But we certainly will. you can set the pace, whatever that is. And all you have to do is stop yourself from falling off the back. The treadmill will do the work. Whereas outside, you know, all of a sudden, if you're listening to different music or you're getting into a flow, you're looking down at your watch and you're running quicker than perhaps you should for that session, or maybe not running quick enough, it can work both ways. Whereas if you allow the treadmill to do that, you can maintain that constant pace and focus on what you should be doing, which is running form and, and getting through the session. So I, I think that can really help. It's very good for easy easy runs as well, Joe, I find with that. Like it's not, okay, yeah. the treadmill can be a bit boring, we know that, but actually... If you are just setting that pace and you know that your easy pace really should be around X, let's say 10 minutes per mile, set that. Uh, You might have to convert it to kilometers an hour, of course. And then just all you do is focus on the run itself. So I think it's really good to help pace pace control, pace management. I think it is, but there's always one one downside to pacing yourself on a treadmill. And I always say to people, just be aware of the fact that you still have to run the pace that's right for you on the day. So sometimes you set off at a pace and you know you're tired or you're just not quite on it and I think sometimes what you fall into the trap with a treadmill is I've set it at 10 kilometers per hour or whatever it is and therefore I'm going to do the whole run at that pace and you won't let yourself slow down you know what 
you what you would slow down if you were on the road so slow you know swallow your ego and just press the button to slow the pace down slightly if you're struggling to keep up on it so don't think you know i think we can really get into i must do my whole run at this pace do not do not yeah that's a, that's a good point joe if i can just add to that as well i think sometimes the trap that people fall into when they're doing treadmill running is if they are predominantly setting kilometers per hour for example which i think is is quite typical on most treadmills in gyms and stuff people when they increase their pace they typically do it by a whole kilometer an hour or maybe half a kilometer an hour well actually you've got all those increments in between you know you don't have to go from 10 to 11 you can go 10.1 10.2 10.3 so yes match how you are feeling on the day as you say joe but don't be afraid to make those minor fine adjustments rather than big leaps and bounds i mean dare i dare i make a broad generalization about runners Do it. but we all get a little bit ocd about numbers don't we you know when somebody posts their run that's 4.97 kilometers or miles or whatever and it's a little bit like that on the treadmill i find people like nice round numbers they you know why why would you want to run at 10.3 that's such an odd number yeah <laughs> you've got to put it all behind you the other thing is you've got to actually as well before you come just check on your phone and find out what kph is because i i don't run on the treadmill enough to know off the top of my head and i often get on it and think no idea no idea what pace i'm supposed to set this thing to so um it's worth just checking beforehand so you've got a bit of an idea before you think you know, oh, well, I think I'll set it at this rate. And then you find either it's too fast or too slow. So, you know, have a little check beforehand and find what your pace per mile or pace per kilometre is in kilometres per hour. Because like you say, most of them are set to that. So it's a bit of, you know, maths. But the other thing, so the third point I wanted to talk about is convenience. Now, a lot of people know I've, I've got kids. My children are a bit older now, thankfully. But when they were smaller, actually, the treadmill was a really convenient thing. And for a lot of, again, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to bring up feminist principles here or something. But sometimes it does fall a little bit more on the women. If you are struggling to run because of childcare, particularly with babies or small children, the treadmill can be really convenient. Um, and I think obviously if you've got one at home that's super super convenient because you don't need any childcare you can just go in whatever room it is and do your run but even with a gym I I know friends and I did it myself when they're really little you can just take the pram or the car seat and leave them at the bottom of the treadmill so it sounds like a silly practical point but actually you know it's really important to find the times when you can get out and if you really are stuck for somebody to look after the child then actually treadmills can be really convenient. But the other thing about them, sorry, I'm carrying on, I'm getting carried away here. I love it, I love listening to you, Joe. (laughs) I mean, it's a time thing as well. So that is a little bit of two sides to the time. The convenience of running is you open your front door and there's the place to run. The downside, so if you've got a treadmill at home, it's really convenient. The downside is, have you got the time to go to the gym? And again, actually, that's where it can be a little bit less convenient um, because you've got to think factor in going to the gym. But I would say there is an advantage to that because once you're in the gym, you could do a bit of strength and conditioning as well, couldn't you? Which would be good. (laughs) No excuses. Everybody watching this is like shaking their head. What strength (laughs) and conditioning work? What is that? That's a good point, though. It is it is an efficient way of, of kind of maximizing your time, which we know time's really precious for people and it kind of just disappears. But you talk about the efficiency of treadmill running. I think one big advantage, yes, you've got to go to the gym if you were talking about going to a place where they have the treadmills. 
but you haven't got to worry too much about what to wear it's it's quite because that can no. sometimes i mean I, I don't know if you do this joe still oh, yeah. but you, you you think you've nailed it and then you're looking at the weather and oh, i'm not so sure maybe i'll just oh I'll change out this base layer and you're faffing about whereas the gym and a treadmill generally the environment is pretty much the same give or take a couple of degrees yes. you know so i think that makes it easier yeah and you can take your tops off as you go and literally just drop them beside you you don't have to think have i got to now tie this around my waist leave it in a bush come back and get it later you can remove or add layers of clothing as you need and this time of year again going back to what we said if it's cold you don't need to go out particularly if you're someone that doesn't like wearing lots and lots of clothes the good thing about a treadmill is you can generally turn up in shorts and a t-shirt and you're going to be absolutely fine and feel a lot freer and more comfortable the other thing you know that whole thing about if you need the loo to be frank you could just get off the treadmill and go <laughs> i'm happy with that but, you know it's it's a little point but again sometimes it, it's you've got to look at all of the benefits if you've just joined us guys we're talking about the benefits of treadmill running there are benefits we've got eight for you so we've done three so far number four and i really love the treadmill for hill work so if you're doing a hill repeat session it can be such a useful tool and the reason being is some people don't live necessarily in hilly areas or if you do live in a hilly area maybe the hills are too hilly maybe they're too steep maybe the grading isn't appropriate for some long hill repeats we've spoken about this before on one of our live show haven't we talking about long hill repeats of kind of two mm -hmm. minutes when you're in a, on a treadmill you have control over the gradient of the hill so that can be a really good thing now it, the caveat to this is i don't think it works that well for short hill repeats no and indeed or steep ones or super, <laughs> super steep but I, I don't think it works for kind of the really short stuff because obviously the treadmill takes time to get up to position and yes you can jump on and off and all that stuff but i would advise use it for kind of the longer hill hill repeat type work yeah. and another big advantage is obviously what goes up must come down so if you're doing hill repeats you turn around at the top typically and you jog recover walk whatever the program is the schedule to get to the bottom of the hill go again now if you've got you know dodgy knees or you're experiencing a bit of discomfort maybe some lower back pain that's not stopping you doing the hill session but actually running downhill is really uncomfortable well using a treadmill eradicates the downhill element because you just recover on the flat yeah, so i do think absolutely. that's that's quite a useful tool i mean you can add some fault that kind of hill type work in there as well but for those structured hill repeat sessions i think that's i think that's awesome that's that will be my tip that's a big benefit for me yeah no it really is so what have we talked about safety pacing efficiency hills oh but it's so boring but the advantage of that i mean who thought there'd be advantage to the treadmill being so terminally boring is that it does develop a bit of mental strength i think more than any other form of training and i've done you know all different types there's something uniquely mentally challenging about running on the treadmill and you know that's an advantage in some ways if you can really focus for the most boring activity in the world um, then surely you can focus when it comes to running elsewhere as well so you know it is a bit of grit it is a bit of determination it is a bit of avoiding that temptation to stop because i think when all you can you know when all you have to do is just literally step off it the temptation to stop can be even greater so you know see it as a bit of a mental challenge as well can i get on this treadmill and run for 40 minutes or 8k or whatever it is that you're setting yourself then you know when you cut when you finish you want to feel even better but it is it's a good one and I, I, that's a great point joe yeah no i i really agree with you i think it's brilliant i think um uh, bridget's just said 
But you can listen to music and you're right, actually. Although I have to admit, I mean, the thing about if you're in a gym, if you're in your own home, you can listen to whatever music you like. And that's quite nice. If you're in a gym, sometimes if you're on someone else's choice of music, uh, it's not so brilliant. And I have to confess, I can't watch the television on the treadmill because I fall off. So (laughs) it just makes me feel sick and it throws my balance. So I can't watch. I mean, I know some people can, but not for me, unfortunately. But I have to mention, Jake, you knew I was going to mention it talking about mental determination my one of my greatest running achievements is doing a 21 mile long run oh. in preparation for the london marathon on the treadmill <laughs> you beat was, me by three miles i, can't I know over i know that's why i've mentioned it i wouldn't have done otherwise <laughs> <laughs> but actually going back over some of the points we made earlier it was a bit of a safety thing the whole reason i did it because believe me it was not by choice the whole reason I did it was because it was really thick ice outside. I was in a really critical point of my marathon training and I just thought, I cannot run 21 miles outside. I will I will hurt myself um, and I have to do this run and I'm damn well going to do it on the treadmill. But I have to admit, I actually didn't quite do the whole 21 miles because you know some treadmills only run for 60 minutes and I kind of got to the end. <laughs> just, I couldn't mentally face reprogramming it again. So I only did about 20.7. Honestly, where's your mental strength, Will? <laughs> what I, a I, mental weakling. <laughs> sharing my reasoning behind the 18 miles that I did is very similar to you. So I did 80 miles on a training for the Berlin Marathon, I think it was at the time. And I'd, I'd basically gone over on my ankle. I've done this quite a few times over the years. And I was really concerned about going over on it again. And it was kind of like one of my one of my longest runs, but I was just building back. And I, I, tend to, I did more treadmill running for that safety point, that, that reason mm. that we mentioned earlier at the start of this video, because I just didn't want to risk it. So it made me feel a little bit more comfortable in my mind. Just picking up on, um, what is it, was it was it Bridget that yes, mentioned, yes. I think, yeah, uh, about the music. When you're listening to music, we've spoken about this before on a previous video, it's not always the best, depending on the session that you're doing, because it can dictate the pace that you run at. And that's fine if it's actually the right pace for you on that day and the right effort. But if it's not and there's a mismatch, then you're kind of missing the point of the session potentially. On the treadmill, you don't have to worry about that because, again, you set the speed and you can kind of listen to whatever music you like. If you listen to something that's really pumping and you end up running that slightly bit quicker, well, all you'll do is kick the front of the treadmill <laughs> and you'll soon realise and you'll you'll slow down a bit. So I do think it gives you the freedom um, to kind of listen to the music that you want. But, yeah, building that mental resilience, I think, is is absolutely key. Number six. We're on point six now. We've I got know. eight for you. And I'm going Who to answer knew a question. We could get to six points about benefits of treadmill running. Not me. Absolutely. <laughs> I could have carried on. This is nothing. I'm going to answer Sophie's question as well. So stick around, Sophie, if you are watching this video, because I know you did drop me a message on Facebook. Got a great treadmill question that I think everybody else watching this will get something from. So, number six, it's a controlled environment. It is. So, let me explain what I mean by this. There's not much variation, there's not many variables. Now, in a gym, I know we keep mentioning gyms, and of course some of you may have treadmills at home, but in a gym, there is some variation in terms of temperature, and that's largely dictated, I know through working in commercial gyms for many years as a personal trainer, that's largely dictated by the amount of people in there at any one time, how often the front doors keep opening, which equipment's being used, so there can be some you know, variation, but largely it remains the same. So if you want to kind of get a measure of where you are, and then you want to kind of 
look at that again in the future and almost retest it's it's a really good way of doing that now try not to relate it too directly to race performances and stuff because obviously treadmill running versus outdoor running there will be some differences but i do think to kind of see where you are and have i moved on or have i moved backwards can be helpful and if you monitor heart rate that's another great thing you know set pace for a set duration on the treadmill measure that again in a few weeks time and see what your average heart rate was uh, average heart yeah. rate is compared to what it was first time around so it's, it's useful for that i think it is very useful for that actually because it really does cut out all of the other factors that might affect your performance so you know again another reason why i've used treadmills to see how you are as long you are absolutely comparing like with like because if you're running on the track for a time trial session or a test session you know one day it might be howling a you know a gale or the weather it might be cold it might be hot there can be other lots and lots of other variables so i think you know that that the treadmill enables you to control those other variables but also it's a really good setting so um if you want to film yourself running and i totally you know say to people do try and film yourself running if you can because it's really eye-opening um even if you don't have any particular specialism or background knowledge about it you will be able to see how you run and it will even you know say even to the kind of amateur eye you'll be able to pick things up about your style but the treadmill is again is a really good way to film you running over a consistent period because if you try and do that outside you know you end up quite a long way away from the camera um whereas filming yourself on a treadmill you can film a good kind of nice two three minute chunk of running and see yourself and see what things you might want to work on so yeah brilliant controlled environment brilliant for assessing things like form or technique or you know again even injury coming back from injury to see am i running evenly with left and right side so for that i think it's yeah one of the major benefits of treadmill running just to pick up on what you said there, I really like that about filming yourself. And we're going off on a slight tangent here, but this is all all relevant, all relevant to you guys. I think filming yourself is really good, actually. Great idea, outdoor and indoor on the treadmill. Um, I think what you said there, Joe, you know, it doesn't matter to the amateur eye. What you're really looking for, let's be honest, is ugly movement. You can spot ugly movement. If you've got mm. something going on that you think, actually, that doesn't look right, it probably isn't right and it might be something obvious like you know your head dropping or your shoulders rounding or whatever how many times do we see photos of ourselves and we go, oh, gosh, is that is that me is that really me so you can kind of analyze yourself the only caveat because i like to add these that i would add to that statement is try not to change how you run you know it's like somebody's going to take a photo of you so you suddenly do yeah. bolt upright and you know posture try to run normally because you don't want to falsify that video footage because obviously you want to use it to improve how you run but great idea joe yeah i love it yeah so the other thing i mentioned coming back from injury as well and you mentioned when you did your was it 18 miles um coming back from yeah. berlin uh injury i think it's really good for injury rehab actually for a number of reasons some of which we've already mentioned to repeat again so particularly this time of year if you're just going out for a two or three minute test jog or a combination of walking and jogging um, it's quite cold this time of year to do that as a bit of injury rehab and, and return to running whereas on the treadmill you're nice and warm by the environment so and you can also warm up on other pieces of equipment if you're in the gym obviously if you're at home maybe not so much but you're nice and warm you can just test the running you can build the pace and you can step off the treadmill if it's you know if the injury isn't as good as you thought or if you're just doing a kind of 10 five or ten minute run sometimes it can feel like a lot of effort to go outside and do that to get all dressed up in all your stuff so it's really good 
to try and you know to test out injuries to get back into running after injury by using a treadmill it's a nice even surface it's a nice controlled pace it's warm you don't have to be on it for very long you know there's lots and lots of good reasons to use it and again it's a it's a reason that i've used the treadmill myself quite a lot at various different times so i think injury rehab testing an injury are all good you know that's a good choice to go on the treadmill i, I think you're like you're less likely to keep pushing through as well if you do feel something whereas if you're outside you know oh, well i'll just finish this i might cut it a bit short this loop but i may as well finish the loop i'm out here now and i'll, I'll have a yeah. rest day tomorrow whereas on the treadmill you might go do you know what live to fight another day stop and back to the point you made earlier if you are in a gym you can go and do something else so Mm. you can go and jump on the bike if perhaps the injury isn't enough to stop you cross training so i think that can be really useful Uh, alan's saying here that he he normally does a couple of 5k treadmill runs each week that's interesting uh, as part of the gym session again a convenience thing isn't it as well you know yeah. ticking a couple of boxes there. i know runners typically don't want to spend too much time doing strength work time's precious want to run but alan clearly being <laughs> smart here and kind of doubling up however due to covid not using the treadmill at all i don't blame you i don't yeah. blame you on that i and- think you know we, we just talked about we have talked a lot about treadmills and i think it is that whole thing that you know obviously if you've got access to a gym and you're happy going to a gym and obviously they're open at the moment um that's one thing but obviously not everybody does but then also there's that whole uh, another whole insta live we could talk about about what piece of equipment should you buy it for at home um is, is a different thing so yeah i appreciate that not everybody can get to the gym i appreciate that not everybody wants to go to the gym um it's it's you know like it's everything that we talk about there's different sides to it and it's it's what works for you really at this particular time that brings me nicely onto the final point the final benefit we've got eight and then we'll give you a summary as well at the end of this video i want to answer sophie's question because she did reach out to me and i've also got we've got one or two other bits to cover with you as well before we let you go today but uh, the final point and it links nicely to the whole gym thing is when the world does return to normal and you are able to mix and be close to people shoulder to shoulder treadmills allow you to run next to somebody that isn't at the same level as you they may be further ahead than you they may not be you know they may be fitter or less fit than you but it makes it sociable because you're there doing the same thing good if you're doing things like interval sessions maybe the longer interval stuff on the treadmill rather than the short stuff as we mentioned Mm. earlier with the hill reps but actually you're both there going through the same pain or discomfort supporting each other but kind of doing your own thing so i think there's a nice kind of sociable element to it if you've got friends that you know are part of the same gym and all that kind of stuff i think that can really help that's it. And I think that really, I think we've covered our eight benefits, to be honest. Um, I think we have. Safety, we have. pacing, efficiency, good for heels, controlled environment, test out some injury, and you can do a run with somebody else that's perhaps not the same pace or doesn't want to run quite the same session as you. You actually can, can still run along beside each other. So there's quite a lot. But we did say there are a few considerations that we haven't quite touched on in, the, in those points, aren't they? Um, I think one you just said there, we you know we touched on it in hills and we touched it on in the reps they're much better for doing longer reps and slightly slower paced stuff you can run hard on a treadmill but if you want to try and really sprint that's quite a challenge on a treadmill and it's not necessarily the best easiest thing to do obviously you've got to you know just the whole way that a treadmill works either jumping on it or building up the pace it's quite tricky to then run really really fast and either slow down again so you know and it it just is not it's just not the best I think we would say force anything that's really short really fast or really steep when it comes to hills so you just have to be mindful of that yeah you got to get it to work for you and I think there's a big consideration as well with the whole well 
how does it compare to running outside? It can't be the same as running outside. And there's there's a whole, <laughs> you know, a lot of people that are like, well, treadmills, it's not the same as running outside. Now, I get that. We've spoken about this, Joe, and we, we yeah. see eye to eye on this. That No, biomechanically, there is going to be a difference, isn't there? I'm not a biomechanics expert, but clearly the ground is moving from under you on the treadmill and your job is to stay upright, whereas outside you're propelling yourself forward. Yes, with yes. the aid of gravity, leaning forward and all that sort of stuff. But there is a slight difference. My view on this is... It's the closest thing you will get to running outside. So if we view cross-training as a good thing, so cross-training being something other than running, so the cross-trainer, i.e. elliptical trainer, or a stepper, or swimming, or biking, we, we see that as complementary to supplementing your running training. Well, why don't we see treadmill as kind of the same thing? So it's yeah. very close to. And it's a little bit like, yes, it might not be exactly the same and you can't compare the two paces, but if you've got, it goes back to that test environment thing again. If you weigh yourself and you have a pair of scales at home that are not accurate, but you weigh yourself always using the same pair of scales, it is going to show a trend. It's going to show whether you're going up, down, or whether you're maintaining. So it's the yeah. same with the treadmills, really. Even if the pace is not accurate compared to outside <laughs> and race pace, you will see that difference of increasing and yeah. decreasing. So it is, there's a place for it. It is, it is just a different event. It's no different to, I was a 10,000 meter runner and a 10K runner. What's the difference? 10,000 happens on a track, 10K happens on a road. You know, they're just considered to be different events, different PBs and treadmills exactly the same. So actually, I don't get snobby about it. I just think it's the treadmill. As you say, it's, it is running. It's, it's as close to running as you can get without running outside. So see it for what it is. My big thing is a lot of people talk about putting the gradient on it to kind of make it harder and, and kind of counteract for the fact that you haven't got wind resistance and stuff like that. Absolutely fine, you can do. I'm not a big fan of that, I've got to be honest, because we you touched on biomechanics and I think just adding a little bit of gradient for the sake of it to make it a bit harder, I don't really see much point to that. And I, and I would worry personally that I'm throwing my biomechanics out slightly by doing the whole long run basically slightly uphill so for me I'm not a big fan of it but again some people do and it and it just goes back to that don't compare it with outside it's different but if you do want to put a bit gradient on it then you do that for all your runs and and you get used to it so it's an know. interesting thing isn't it the whole one percent gradient I, yeah. I agree with you I think the only thing I'd probably say is that's kind of like for me a four where where it, where it goes to a positive is is in making it one percent is if it's more comfortable for the body so some people yeah. if they're carrying a certain niggle or issue or whatever they're actually more comfortable on a slight increase rather than you know slight um, incline rather than than pancake flat so again you've got to sort of play around with it yourself um, but as we pointed out there are definitely some some considerations i think we should answer sophie's question before we yes come on then. i don't even know what this question is <laughs> oh god it's, i feel like i'm on the spot <laughs> you are i'm gonna ask you i'm gonna ask you oh no so sophie wants to know why would my treadmill cadence so cadence the amount of steps you take per minute why would my treadmill cadence average significantly lower than my outdoor cadence by about 20 steps per minute now my gut feeling on this you don't win anything, by the way, Joe. But it's a great oh, question. Good. My yeah. good feeling on this, because I do a lot of testing with my runners, sort of blood lactate testing, which is in a control environment using a treadmill. And interestingly, when we are allowed to meet up and watch the runners do this test, one thing that we can notice sometimes is that people are not so comfortable at certain speeds. And I don't mean fast speeds either. I mean slow speeds. Mm. Because it's almost, we've said that there's a slight difference between running on a treadmill and running on the road. And it's how you assemble your joints and coordinate 
your joints and your movement. Does that make sense? And I sense, Sophie, yeah. that maybe you're just less comfortable on the treadmill with the belt moving under you than running outside and propelling yourself forward. Therefore, your cadence might feel a little bit more laboured. It might be lower in terms of number. I mean, 20 is quite significant, but it might feel more awkward for you. Yeah. So I think as well, somebody mentioned, um, and I'm sorry I didn't catch your name, whoever it was, about the fact Jake. that you often end up bump Not you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, who are you? Um, anyway, um, they often bump their hands on the console at the front. Now, I do this all the time as well, and I also drift across. So I think when you naturally run, you naturally, well, maybe it's just me, who knows, but move around a bit, whereas a treadmill obviously turns at a constant pace. So I wonder whether you change the the slightly change your stride on the treadmill because it's encouraging you to you want to keep in the same spot. You obviously don't want to fall off the back and you don't want to hit the console at the front. So I wonder whether you would you know it it does slightly change the way you run because of the whole how it works. So I wonder whether it you know you you perhaps step slightly more. Was it, did she does she does she step quicker on the treadmill? Did she say so, than outside? No, it's so so it's it's significantly lower. So it sounds like oh, she okay. may be she may be overstriding, which is probably a yeah, safety thing it again. It, some... There's something going on in the mind, I think, that's causing uh, Sophie to potentially overstride, which is lowering her cadence. Assuming she's working at the same speed, um, she's got to stride further if she's if her cadence is lower and she's running at the yeah. same speed. I mean, Bridget's saying here, not enough space. Um, oh, I presume you mean for you to invest in a treadmill, or there's not enough space on the treadmill. No, she had. Bridget has a treadmill. She's Bridget got a treadmill. Has run a, Bridget actually trumps us. She's run a whole marathon on a treadmill. Gosh, wow, that's. <laughs> we should bow down to. Yeah, I mean that that is mental endurance, isn't it? And it wasn't. It was a good time as well, to be frank. Wow, um, impressive. Not all treadmills. <laughs> not all treadmills are created equal, though, Joe. As well. So on the subject of this one with with Sophie, I think. Typically, if you're using a nice, big, plush, expensive treadmill and it's in a, a really swanky gym, you will probably find that, the first of all, it's really accurate. It's more accurate in terms of speed. <laughs> but actually, it's really wide to the actual treadmill track and you've got that space on the actual belt itself. To Typically, around, yeah. the cheaper, the kind of smaller, the narrower, the more awkward it is and therefore you may change a little bit. But hopefully that's given you guys some things to think yeah. about today, I think. Well, before we go, though, you wanted to, because you being king of the treadmill... <laughs> wanted to give us a good tra uh, session that you've done a few times on the treadmill that's a good one to both fill the time and get some benefit from it yeah cool it's a, it's a good way to wrap up today actually it's a big meaty old live for you today with lots of tips and tricks so <laughs> treadmill running is particularly boring we know that so this session it, it can be done outside i do give it some of my runners it's it's great for the treadmill so physically you'll get benefit but also it just takes your mind somewhere else. So I think boredom is where are you in your mind? So if we can stimulate you, then it's going, you're going to feel less bored, right? So to stimulate you, we need to give you a change. Some, something needs to change frequently. So if you're doing like an hour run on a treadmill and it's the same place, that's boring. So here's a 56 minute session that you can do. You start off, it's called Jake's Marathon Miler. That's the name of it. So anybody watching that I coach will know this. It's Jake's Marathon Miler. Now you can change this to be half marathon pace or marathon pace depending on what you're training for and your level of ability but the idea is you spend one minute at marathon pace for every mile in a marathon so 26 minutes you will spend at marathon pace as i say you can lend it does lend itself to half marathon effort as well i'm glad you said 26 minutes not 26 20, miles no, 26 minutes so you simply <laughs> do it a 10 minute warm-up nice and easy so you're only thinking about 10 minutes and then after cool. 10 minutes you spend 10 minutes at marathon pace, whatever that is to you, or marathon effort. Once you've done that, you spend another 10 minutes at 
uh, sorry, you spend five minutes running very easy again. Give yourself a mm-hmm. little bit of a breather. Then you do another 10 minutes at marathon pace. Then it's another five minutes at an easy pace. And then it's only six minutes at marathon pace. And you've got six minutes. So that gives you the 26 minutes. And then you do a 10 minute easy run at the end. So that's 56 minutes in total, less than an hour. You spent 26 minutes at marathon pace or half marathon pace, if that's what you choose to do. It's a great session and it will take your mind somewhere else. So it's definitely worth giving it a go. I think that breaking up, if you'd said to me, Joe, you've got to go and run 56 minutes on the treadmill, a little bit of me would die inside. Um, But yeah, I think it's a really good way to break the session up, actually. It's a nice mixed pace session. It it hits all the things we said. It's not trying to run too hard or too fast on the treadmill, but it breaks it up nicely and you get some quality work mixed in with with some easier running as well. So it's a good one. Very good. Well, we have we have i think gone through every single benefit of treadmill running there is um safety pacing efficiency heels mental grit and determination controlled environment for testing injuries and you can do it with friends if you've got you know if you've got a gym and you've got you've got somebody that wants to run with you that's perhaps not the same pace so i don't think there's much left to say is there Uh, As always, you can catch up on my page with this uh, particular Insta Live. You can catch up on previous ones we've done. So check out both my page and Jake's page because they're on there. We are not here next week for some reason because um, something special is happening next Friday. Uh, um, I think Christmas Day. But we will be back. We will be back. We will be back. We will be back in the new year. Don't you worry. We'll be letting you know when we're back. We'll be letting you know what we're going to talk about. And if anybody wants to ask us any questions or send in suggestions, then get in touch with us. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of the usual ways. We're there. We will see you soon. Take it easy. That was Running With Jake, the quick hit. Hear the brand new full-length podcast every Wednesday. Or catch up now by searching Running With Jake, the podcast.